Last week in episode 137, I walked you through exactly how I spend December closing out the year and preparing for the new year ahead. If you haven't listened to that episode, pause this one because 137 is a precursor to what we're talking about today. So go listen to that one and then come back here. All right. If you're still listening, I'm assuming that you've listened to episode 137 and you've got plans to close out 2022 well. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting about exactly how I open a new year. In particular, I'm going to walk you through each day of my first week back and the exact tasks that I perform each day. Now, last week's episode was much more flowing, and while I gave you guidance, it also left a lot of room for doing things at your own pace and interpretation and listening to your own gut. This week's episode is not like that at all. (laughs) When it comes to opening up a new year, things are much more task-based, and I'm going to tell you every single one of those tasks in today's episode. So make sure you grab a pen and piece of paper so that you can jot these down as we go. You're listening to episode 138 of the Chasing Simple Podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you looking to improve your content without spending a ton of time and mental energy doing so? Whether you're looking for help knowing what to talk about, setting up content systems, or improving your launch strategy, the Chasing Simple Shop has something for you. From a year of content prompts broken up by type of content to my launch strategy mini course, which will teach you my entire strategy for launching your upcoming online course, the Chasing Simple Shop is the quick and simple way to take your content to the next level. And you can get 10% off any item just for being a listener of the Chasing Simple podcast by using the code listener at checkout. Just head to amandawarfield.com slash shop. And again, that code for 10% off is listener. When it comes to being out of office, coming back into office can be really, really stressful and overwhelming because not only are you having to get back into the swing of things, but you've also got a ton of emails in your inbox, which is just a bunch of people needing things from you when your business already needs things from you. And it can be really, really overwhelming. So like I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, something that I do every time that I go out of office, but especially, especially 
for the end of your holiday break. I say I'm coming back into office on a certain date, but I really come back into office the day before. So moving into 2023, I am putting January 10th as my back in office date. And I'm saying this is when I'll be back in office. You can expect to hear from me by the end of that week, yada, yada, yada. I'm actually getting back into the swing of things on the 9th, which is a Monday. But I tell everyone the Tuesday so the expectation is there so that they know I'm not going to hear from her before then. And that's fine. And that's okay. No one cares really, unless you've promised that you'll be there for someone and you won't be. But as long as you are open and upfront about that expectation, it's not a big deal. But giving myself that one day where I don't really even need to check my inbox, obviously I do because the temptation is very real, but not needing to and being able to check it and not have to respond to anything is glorious. Obviously, if there's an emergency situation in my inbox, I'll respond to it, but that's so rare. But I always say, okay, I'll be back in office on Tuesday, whatever that Tuesday is that I'm coming back in office. And I leave that Monday to myself. It is a really great way to ease back into things. So what does that Monday look like? Well, on Monday, I am closing out the year before. And these are all the tasks that just really, one, I don't have the mental capacity for when I'm closing out the year at the beginning of December, but also I don't have the ability to do because the year hasn't exactly closed, particularly revenue type things, right? So when I get to this point, when I come back into office in January, my goals are already set. My quarter and most of my year is already mapped out. It's not a matter of, doing those things. It's a matter of just getting into the new year and getting started and preparing myself well for doing those things that I've already planned out. So on Monday, I'm closing out the year before I'm sending W9s to anyone that will need one for the last tax year, anyone that hired me as a contractor and didn't pay my credit card. I look up the rules on that. I'm not going to, this is not legal advice (laughs) or financial advice, but I send W9s to anyone that will need one. I also email any of my contractors that I paid to ask for a W9 if I need one from them so that I already am gathering what I need for the tax year ahead or for doing my taxes for the year before, I should say. Then I close out my KPIs, my income expenses, my weekly scorecards, all of those spreadsheets I close out for the year. So I'm going through and I'm saying, okay, here are all my December numbers for my KPIs, for my income expenses. Here's the final look at my weekly scorecards. And I'm not only doing it for December, but I'm I'm closing out whatever needs to be closed out for the year. So, okay, what were my total numbers? What were my total, how much did I pay myself owner's expenses? How much did I do in donations? How much did I spend on, the, you know, all the different things. I'm closing that out for the year. And then I'm basically just going through my typical first of the month KPI workflow, which I don't know if I've done a whole episode on. Uh, If that's something you'd like to hear, let me know. But basically, this is just me going through all the numbers in my business. And it's a lot of just monthly tasks that need to happen, like checking in on client birthdays and club content, batching members, student birthdays, and setting up different things that need just a lot of just administrative stuff that needs to happen on a monthly basis, as well as going through my KPIs and things like that. So I'm just going through that typical workflow. I always do that workflow the first Monday of whatever month. And it's just tracking different numbers and analytics and things like that. And then the last thing that I'm doing on Monday is that I am reading last year's letter to myself, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later, but basically I write a letter to myself each year and I'm going to go through and read it and just kind of see 
what I had written that I wanted in the last year. And it's just a nice way to wrap up. This is the end of all of my, in this case, 2022 business stuff. Where did I leave me? How did I end the year? And that's, that's just the last task for that. So that's how I close out the year on Tuesday which remember, this is when I say I'm back in office, I'm doing client check-ins, I'm handling emails, and that's really it. And it takes a lot of times, most of the day, just because there's so much that can accumulate in that time. Going through the inbox is time consuming, especially when it's been left for a couple weeks. And clients, this is when I'm going to be really diving back into everything that they need from me and making sure that I'm checking in on them and things like that. So Tuesday, is really simple. It's time consuming, but it's simple. It's just client check-ins and emails. Wednesday is what I call purge day and not that creepy purge movie that I haven't seen, but get the premise of not that kind of purge, but the purging of all of my random clutter. I try throughout the year, and this is typically one of my KPI day tasks, right? And quarterly tasks and things like that is cleaning up different files, but things just get out of control. It just is what it is. And this day is set aside so that I can start with a clean, fresh slate at the beginning of the year. And all I'm doing is cleaning up files. So I'm cleaning up all of the random notes that I have around my office, my post-its, my stickies. You know, sometimes I'll take notes on things and then it's not super pressing or relevant, but I, I need the information, but I haven't had time to file it away on Trello or wherever it needs to go. And so it just gets dropped in this little pile. I'm cleaning up all of those random notes. I'm going through the downloads folder on my laptop and I'm organizing those. I'm basically clearing it out by either deleting what needs to be deleted or uploading things to my hard drive or my Google drive or the folder needs to be in on my actual laptop. But the idea is to clear out that downloads folder so it's totally empty. I go through all of the files on my laptop itself and I organize and clear those out. Same thing with my Google Drive, clearing all that out, deleting. I keep client folders for a particular amount of time. And after it's been a couple years, well, I can delete the oldest away, basically. Delete those files, delete, clean up my just Google Drive because things get messy. Just clean up the Google Drive. I go into Canva and I clean things up a little bit. There are always going to be some of those that you just don't need anymore and they just kind of take up space, right? And it makes it harder to find things. Try to clean that up. Same thing with Trello. I go in and clean up the boards. What do I not need anymore? What isn't serving me? What is just taking up space? And my Dropbox as well. And that sounds like a lot, right? It's like, you know, do you really need to clean up Canva and Trello? They've got unlimited space, yada, yada, yada. But I just like to have a clean slate. And if I don't, if it's not serving the business anymore, it's just mental and visual clutter. Even though it's electronic, it's still visual clutter. So I like to clean all that up. Now, the last thing that I'm doing on this day is starting and potentially finishing the process of working on the tasks that I came up with from my December audit. If you listen to last week's episode, I talked about the fact that I audit the three G's, especially my goals, my gut, and my guest experience. In particular, I'm talking about the guest experience audit here. The workflows, the email newsletters, the sequences, the website. I went through and I made a note of all the things I wanted to change within those things, right? But like I said in last week's episode, I'm not working on that, those in December. I'm just making a list. I'm not doing those. I'm not improving those in December because I'm not worried about projects. But 
this purge day is a great day to start going through and cleaning all of those up, checking those things off that task list. Because most of those tasks are going to be really quick. Like, oh, that font looked weird. Let me go in and in two seconds, change the font on that. Or the spacing was weird. A lot of them are going to be little things like that. But this is a good time to start going through and cleaning those up. Maybe you finish all of them on this day and that's great. But if not, don't worry. We've got time for it. I'll get to that in a minute. On Thursday, I am opening the new year. So Monday, I close the year. Tuesday, I'm checking in with clients. Wednesday, I'm cleaning things up. I'm getting that clean slate ready to go. And then on Thursday, I am opening the new year. First, I'm going to write this letter to myself. I mentioned on Monday, I read the one from last year to close out that day. Well, this is where I'm writing that letter. And it's really just kind of a, this is where I ended last year. Here's what I'm hoping for in this year. And it's really just an encouragement to myself as I start a new year. And it's not super long. It's just short and sweet, but it just is a, hey, you've got this. These are your goals. And here's where we're going. Here's where we're at as we start the year. And it's really fun to look back on when you read the one on Monday and you say, oh, wow, I really grew this much in the new year. So I start with that on Thursday. I am opening the new year by writing that letter to myself. And then I'm going in and I'm creating all of my new spreadsheets. So my new weekly scorecard for the year, my monthly KPI spreadsheet, my income and expenses spreadsheet, all those spreadsheets, I am creating and updating them for the new year. Then I am looking at, in particular, income and expenses worksheet, and I am reevaluating my monthly spending. I am deciding where to cut things out, and then starting the process of cutting them. And then I'm also saying, okay, what is my monthly average? You know, here's what I spent last year, each month, add them up, divide them by 12. What's the average, right? Reevaluating that monthly average and then updating my savings goal. So I have a savings account for the business that just like a personal savings goal, ideally has three to six months worth of money in there for your operating expenses should something happen. And Over time, as the business grows, your operating expenses tend to grow as well. So at the end of each year, I say, okay, well, this was my saving goal last year because that was what my three months of monthly expenses were. Okay, well, now my average is this, so this needs to be my new savings goal. And throughout the year, I work on making my way to that savings goal so that I have that money just in case anything happens. And then the final thing that I do to open the new year is I go in and I update my website copyright. Go ahead and put that 2023 down at the bottom of your website and any else you may have. I know that I have a lot of pages that are hosted on Kartra and not my website. And so I have to go into those pages as well and make sure that that website copyright is updated. But make sure you go in and update that website copyright to the new year. And with that, your new year is open. Now, Friday is a bonus day. This is, for me, the day that I go in and if I haven't finished those tasks from that December audit, that's when I'm going to continue cleaning up the workflows and sequences. If I don't need to do that, if I did finish that on Wednesday, I just take that Friday off because we're easing back into the new year, right? It's a slow process. When you have taken time off, you have to ease your way back in. It's not just a, okay, well, I had time off, so I'm going to hit the ground running and work eight hours every single... It's that's a lot. It's exhausting. And so you got to ease your way back in. So if you don't need this day, don't do it. But for me, it's very much a what happened on Wednesday and how much more work do I have on these workflows and sequences. And I'm going to get that finished on this day if I need to. And so that's it. That is how I open the year strong. Monday, I close out the year before. Tuesday, clients, emails, 
just getting all that cleaned up. Wednesday is purge day. Thursday is opening the new year. And Friday is that bonus workshop kind of day where I am just finishing up those tasks that I created for myself in my audit. So your action step for this week is I want you to set up a, a Trello card and Asana board, whatever platform you use to keep track of all your business workflows. And I want you to get your own workflow written out so that you can start the year fresh and be ready to go for an incredible 2023 so that when you come back into office next month, you know that I'm doing this on this day, this on this day, this on this day, and this is how I'm going to open the year strong. And you set aside that time for yourself. So go ahead and set up whatever that is. Again, I use Trello, so I have different cards that I just have a template. And each year I will copy the template and work my way through it when I go to start the new year. And fittingly, this week's book recommendation is called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. And this book was very, very interesting because it explains why women experience stress differently than men. And it gives action steps for how to minimize stress, avoid burnout, and live more joyfully. Highly recommend. It is very much worth a read. There's a lot of science and psychology in there, but it's all brought into layman's turn, so it's really easy to understand. So burnout, the secret to unlocking the stress cycle, highly recommend. And until next time, I hope that you will go out and uncomplicate your life in biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.